1: A service of Salem Media Group.
2: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Word just coming in that Labor Secretary Alex Acosta is stepping down. Amid the uproar over his role in arranging a plea deal for billionaire sex offender Jeffrey Epstein 10 years ago, Acosta will leave his post in a week. The winds are picking up, the rains falling along the Gulf Coast as Tropical Storm Barry moves ever closer. The storm could make landfall, possibly as a hurricane, late tonight or early tomorrow, bringing flooding rains to already waterlogged areas of Louisiana, including New Orleans. Meanwhile, the Homeland Security Department says that illegal aliens evacuating because of the storm will not be targeted during a promised immigration enforcement operation that may get underway this weekend. Stocks are higher on Wall Street. The Dow up 128 points. The S&P, 6 points higher. This is SRN News. If it was 1990,
3: you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in.
1: Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis.
3: Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo.
2: Like It Matters Radio up next on this Friday. I'm Lee Michaels here on Wellness 1570. Going to be a warm couple of days, warm weekend for us, 88 today, with some sunshine, could see nice little shower pop-up. Tonight clears out low near 68, upper 80s again for Saturday, around 90 on Sunday, and Monday could see low to mid-90s. Stay tuned. At noon, we'll give your next $1,000 daily cash giveaway keyword According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406.
4: Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250 on your cell phone. Keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com.
2: Online Trading
5: Academy. Radio
7: Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
0: Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt, yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup. For just $33, Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $200 on Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing today. Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber and your water
8: softener experts. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
2: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
5: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, the topic of today's radio show is logic trumps insanity. You know, yesterday I did a show on insanity. It was uh, Einstein's definition of doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And I went through classical conditioning. I went through operant conditioning. Basically, how we get to where we are today. We are programmed. And I got so much feedback. and I got so many people that wanted me to go more in depth. And there was a lot more information I had. So this is kind of a continuation of yesterday's show. Yesterday's show was called Insanity, and today's show is called Logic Trump's Insanity. I know, uh, was that a trigger warning? Some of you need to stop. You get all wrapped up. You've been fed this hatred and bitterness. Even though I say the word Trump, you freak out. You might want to check out the book of Revelation and see how many times the name Trump is in there. The word Trump is in there. And I want you to know, the way I'm using the word today is not to freak you out, not to panic you, not to make you want to beat me up or punch me in the face because I'm wearing a hat. What a country we've created, huh? Trump, the definition of Trump is a card of a suit, any of whose cards will win over a card that is not of this suit. Huh? Huh? Interesting that a president who's not a politician who ticks everybody off because he won't do it the political way because that way's been broken for a hundred years, but he's doing it different. It's interesting the definition card of any suit of whose card will win over a card that is not of this suit. Uh, second definition, a decisive overriding factor or final resource. Mm. Here's the third definition: a dependable and exemplary person. Uh Yeah, I get it. Uh, I'm not a Trump uh, apologist. I did vote for him. I'll vote for him again tomorrow if he had the same option. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for him. He says stupid things sometimes. He does stupid things sometimes. Uh, I'm not looking for a babysitter. I'm not looking for someone to hang out with my kids. I'm looking for someone to change this country, the trajectory it's on. Uh, And he's a dependable, exemplary person for that regard. A Trump, a verb, to get the better of. Override where ambition invariably trumps loyalty. It's powerful. To play a Trump on a card or trick when another suit was led. And here's the Urban Dictionary definition. Top definition of trumps is a word said during a poker game implying you have a winning hand or to show another player their hand trumps somebody else's. In other words, their hand is better. And so today, that's what we're talking about on today's radio show. Logic is better than insanity. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot change our past. But what we can do is something different in the now moment. So that this moment is different than the last moment. The next moment is different than this moment. That gives us hope. If we're screwed based on our past, if we made a mistake uh, when we were 16 years old, and I'm 52, 36 years ago, and that one mistake I made will now never haunt me the rest of my life. I didn't murder someone. Uh, I didn't rape someone. Uh, I didn't, you know, but yet something we did when we're even able to realize who we are or what we're doing can somehow be thrown in our face uh, 40 years later to destroy us. Boy, at some point, we got to start looking. Would you want your son to go through that? Would you want your daughter to go through that? Would you want you to go through that? At some point, we need to have some uh, empathy. At some point, we need to uh, get rid of the insanity and start looking at things logically. We all have the right to start over. We all need that right to say, hey, I screwed up in the past, and I'm going to do better tomorrow. Without that right, why would anybody do different? Without that right, why would anybody change what they're doing? And so I got this poem um, from Tatum. It's called Starting Over. And this is his words or her words. I'm trying to find something to base my life upon, something in this strange world that goes on and on. As the years go by and times fade away, what used to be, quote, good days are now filled with dismay. Tomorrow comes and then again it goes, and my ambition to become something more grows and grows. Around the corner yet miles away, the life I want now gets closer each day. All I've ever wanted was something to live for. I don't want to be this little person anymore. I've been basing my life upon what others think. I wish I could go back and redo everything, every time, and I would blink. I fought to become who I am and what I want to be. I have to remind myself that one day I will be free. Free from the rules I followed as a child when everything was a game and life so mild. Now times have changed and I realize nothing is fair, and sometimes it seems like nobody even cares. It's like no one pays attention to what I feel is best for me and what I think about the way some things ought to be. I understand now that I'm pretty much on my own, and I know a lot of what I can do will never be known. All the time I think about everything I can't say, what I have to keep in. And by doing this, my thoughts only get more complicated and deepen. Soon, I hope to find out who I am and what I am meant to become. I want to to know where I'm going. I don't need to be reminded of where I came from. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's a powerful poem. Because if we remove someone's ability to change... If we remove someone's ability to move beyond their childhood, to move beyond the, the trauma, the drama, the patterns that were created in childhood, when we remove someone's right to do that, first of all, we remove our own right. But second of all, we take away hope. And boy, hope is one of those rare commodities that a leader possesses. As a matter of fact, I did a show a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago talking about, you know, Martha and Johnny hope seed. You know, if we're not, if we're not uh, pushing hope, As a leader, what are you pushing, man? What are people going to work for? What are people going to, how are you going to get people on fire? And so today, we're going to go through that logic trumps insanity. Because I don't know about you, but I was uh, brought up in a home where I could never erase my past. I could never move beyond my past. Because my dad used to love to throw things in my face. It could be from years ago, whenever he was mad at me, whatever, he'd throw something in my face for years ago. And boy, that just really got to me. I could never escape my past. I'm not proud of some things I did in the past. I'm not proud of the way I was treated in the past. I'm not proud of my genetic determinism that got me to where I was as a young adult. That's why I do what I do today because I wanted to change. I wanted to leave that old man in the past. I wanted to create a new me, a better me, a powerful me because the old me was in pain and trauma and drama, uh, abused, molested, abandoned, never fit in. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I've worked my life to draw that line in the sand. See, we have filing cabinets. We have our past. We have our present and our future filing cabinets. And the problem is most people have misfiled their past into their future. And why I do my training at LikeItMatters.net, why I do this radio show, LikeItMattersRadio.com, is to show people they are not strung to the past. And there are so many people out there keeping a record of wrong keeping a record of wrong, reminding everybody what they did 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. For those of you that believe in the the Word of God, the Bible, the God of the universe, you might want to read your Bible because you might want to consider where that's coming from. The devil is the accuser of the brethren. Even God himself says to those who believe in his son, Jesus Christ, that he will cast our sins as far as the east is from the west to the depths of the ocean that we can't even get to. In other words, they don't exist. God can do something that human beings cannot do. God can forget for those who choose to walk with him. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you hope today because we've all done things in the past we're not proud of. We've all come from places or done things that maybe we wish we had an opportunity to choose again. See, none of us can go back in time. I wish I could. I've done some things in the past that have hurt people. And man, if I could go in the past and redo them, I would. But man, I can't and neither can you. But we all can do something different in the now moment. So that this moment is different than the last moment. And the next moment is different than this moment. And over time, over 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, 35 years, that change, day by day, over and over, is what changed the trajectory of where we're going and who we are. So I am Mr. Black. Today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about logic, trumps, and sanity.
1: Like it, matters, like it matters. Leadership awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to leadership awakening.
0: It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from from go when Mr. V opened those doors and said, "You may enter." It was it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed.
1: Like it matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
3: If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice.
2: Reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results, and myself included.
1: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening.
3: We don't take applicants, only commitment.
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And please, if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash LIM radio. Uh, my wife, Ms. Black, she puts on a uh, picture in kind of a daily some eyes, if you will, about what we're going to cover that day allows you to track us and, and be with us. And please, we need your help, man. I truly believe if you watch the news, it's getting uglier and uglier and uglier. Uh, I got to tell you, watching this Brett Kavanaugh hearing, just I'm so disappointed in this country. I'm so disappointed in women. Uh, man, I've always believed that women are the better of the two sexes, that women are as powerful, if not more powerful than men. And with everything I'm seeing now, with the Me Too movement, was has been weaponized, when uh, you got Democratic female senators telling men to shut up, go, oh my gosh, who who talks that way? Who, who What man could tell a woman to shut up today and, and get away with it? But a woman can tell a man to shut up in general, get to the back of the bus, be quiet, you don't matter, we believe all women. When did women get the gene that they never lie and men get the, I mean, don't you see what's going on? It's just really disappointing that we can drudge up something from 36 years ago with no factual data, with no corroboration, uh, and yet uh, destroy somebody. At some point, uh, we got to stop this. Uh, it's getting out of hand. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And if some of you vote the way you're going to and, and split the government and now uh, the Democrats control the House of Representatives, oh, my gosh. Do you realize the hell it's going to be for the next two years? The wars, the fights, the racism that's going to grow, the bitterness. Because when you reward any behavior, see, that's what we're talking about today. Insanity. We, we started with Albert Einstein's definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Don't you see? When you start making women a privileged class, when you start uh, making women these weaker organisms that can't defend themselves, that they're under attack, you got to just look at logically the things I teach you. I teach you how you work. Remember, I used the example it's from Mozart's Brain of the Fighter Pilot, the way we started this. You know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. A lot of us are just drones on autopilot. We're just running old programs, and these are unconscious. That's why I, I referenced the book Mozart's Brain in the Fighter Pilot by Richard Riestack. And he says, in a laboratory study, here's what they learned. He said, if a rat in a cage is exposed to a sound, the animal initially orients itself toward and pays attention to that sound. But after a few repetitions, the rat starts to ignore it. Don't you hear what's going on in the world? However, the animal will respond once again if the sound is paired with an electrical shock. After a few repetitions of this pairing of sound and shock, the rat begins to display signs of fear whenever it hears the sound alone. It stops what it's doing and freezes in place. The animal's only detectable movement consists of the rhythmic chest excursions that accompany breathing. In addition, the rat's fur stands on end. Its blood pressure and heart rate increases, and stress hormones pour into its bloodstream. This is the chemical reaction of the body based on our feelings. In a word, the rat is now conditioned so that the sound when presented alone will elicit the fear response. This response is not different than uh, what occurs when the rat encounters its natural enemy, the cat. And Dr. Restack goes on to say, we humans can be fear conditioned too. Don't you get what's going on right now? We're being conditioned. By the media, by the masses, by the devil himself. He's he's called the prince of this air. He is the the accuser of the brethren. He's the one that pulls up things from 36 years ago, whether it happened or not, based on your recollection, and wants to abuse you with it, throw it in your face. There's nothing godly about that. That's the anti-God, the anti-Christ that's doing that. you got to know how your brain works. Because your enemy knows how your brain works. God knows how your brain works. You should know how it works. Again, some information from uh, Dr. Richard Riestack, neuroscientist, says, Throughout our lives, the brain retains a high degree of plasticity. It changes in response to our experience. If the experiences are rich and varied, the brain will develop a greater number of nerve cell connections. If the experiences are dull and infrequent, the connections will either never form or die off. It is important to remember that our brain holds the key to everything we'll ever accomplish. Indeed, the brain is the gateway for all our sensations and the weaver of all of our experiences. And while most of us are convinced that exercise increases our physical well-being, it's less commonly appreciated that the brain also must be exercised. It's a dynamic structure that improves with use and challenge. In essence, you can achieve more of the things that you desire by enhancing your brain's cognitive function. That's why I do this radio show. That's why I teach you how you work in like net. We're supposed to learn as much as possible how our brain works. This is the most important factor in getting smart and staying smart. One thing we know for certain is you can reduce the chances you'll develop Alzheimer's disease or other forms of dementia if you think of education as a lifelong project. That's why we're under construction. That's why we talk about it all the time. We're going to be a little bit better each day, better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today. To become closer to God, if you have a relationship with God, to have a better marriage, to be a better parent, it's constant and never-ending improvement. And that's where curiosity helps us. Confusion will stop us a lot. But if we can remain curious and inquisitive about people and events. By taking active efforts to remain mentally agile, we can increase both our chance of growing new nerve cells and the likelihood that our brain will maintain and increase its nerve cell connections and circuits. Get this. Many of us experience physical and psychological responses to the thoughts, words, and behaviors of others. I mean, talk about Dr. Susan Leaf all the time in the study of epigenetics. She says that 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. We make ourselves sick. Plus, when you know that the brain produces 63 known chemicals that the body does, and those chemicals are released based on what we're thinking about, based on our physiology, and based on our breathing. And that's why I see all these bitter, angry people that don't have jobs. They can hang out in D.C. and protest and sit in and get arrested. George Soros is paying all these people. They all have a job. It's to disrupt. It's to resist. They're being paid by billionaires out there. That's why you're being played and they're being paid. And the world is getting the worse for it. See, many of us experience physical and psychological responses to the thoughts, words, and behavior of others because there's a trigger and there's a response. There's a stimulus and there's a response. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl, the father of logotherapy? said between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And because we are unconsciously being programmed to hate, some of you park on CNN, MSNBC. I can't sit on those for five minutes. They're just hate-mongering. CNN did a show the other day, spent an hour on um, our president's um, um, endowment, if you will, his uh, what he has in his pants. I mean, because anything destroy this man. Brett Kavanaugh, a good man. By any standard. There's a lot of crappy men out there. Good man. But guilt by association. Since some of you want to destroy Trump. Some of you want to hate. And again, that hate doesn't come from God. Because God tells us, turn the other cheek. When God was being crucified, he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. So some of you professing believers in the God of the Bible, you're being played by the devil. Your hatred, your bitterness. uh, Supporting a candidate or a group that hates what you believe in. Hates your God, thinks you're a bigot, thinks you're closed minded, thinks everything that the Bible says is wrong is right, and some of you would rather support that person than someone you've been programmed to hate and despise for one reason. Don't you get we're being played? We must take control of our brain. That's why we gotta start getting logical here. Logic trumps insanity. You gotta start thinking for yourself. And by taking active efforts, To remain mentally agile, it's the only organ that never has to deteriorate. You increase both your chance of growing new nerve cells and the likelihood that your brain will maintain and increase its nerve cell connections. See, at a physical level, these responses, remember, our body releases 63 known chemicals based on our thoughts. And these responses are linked with chemical alterations no less powerful than those initiated by a drug. For example, a PET scan, positive... uh, Positron emission topography. It's like an active MRI. It doesn't just show form. It shows function. So at a physical level, these responses are linked to that, like an MRI. They reveal that thinking sad versus happy thoughts can change your brain chemistry. Isn't that powerful? And thinking angry thoughts can bring on physical symptoms as illustrated by his patients. Along the same lines, he says, if you believe strong enough that a pill will help relieve certain of your, quote, uncomfortable symptoms, when you are ill, your belief alone will alter your brain chemistry. Whether that alteration will be sufficient to cure you will depend upon the nature and seriousness of your illness. Drugs, placebos, miracles involve different orders of discourse, and we shouldn't confuse them. Look up the placebo effect. If people think they're getting a medication, 40% of them get better. So any drug has to do better than that. The brain is different from every other organ in your body, ladies and gentlemen. While the liver and the lungs and the kidney wear out after a certain number of years, the brain gets sharper the more it's used. You got to start thinking for yourself. Quit being told who to hate. Quit being a drone. Quit. Turn off MSNBC. Turn off CNN. We're destroying this country. We're destroying our families. The hatred, the bitterness, the vitriol. And it's disguised as somehow you're hating a hater. But your hatred turns you into somebody. That is not honorable to God, and it basically turns you into what you're protesting against. What is it? Thou dost protest too much? We got to understand that nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map reality. What is our map reality? The underlying beliefs. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief, and because some people have never really taken a look at their beliefs, they're drones. They're told what to believe, they're told to hate. They're told to be bitter. They're told lies, but they believe them. What happened to a a country, a world where we used to think on our own? One of the keys to life is to consistently represent our experiences. So what we're going to do after the break is I'm going to remind you of the two types of conditioning. But then I'm going to show you what you can do to change it. You don't have to be crazy. You don't have to be tied to the past. You don't have to be locked into what you're doing today because you did it before. You can do something different. You don't need to be crazy. And that's what we're going to focus the rest of this show on. What can you do different to change the pattern? We'll be right back. What can you do in 48
7: hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD. Compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
5: You focus on the individual i think you kind of answered the why question whereas a lot of the
6: other programs that are out there i don't want to say they put a band-aid on it but they don't do a very good job of going into the why and you know why am i doing this why is my brain uh, revert back to the images you know why do i get depressed and like you
7: said right it's a choice 48 hours Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
9: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha owner of forever cleaning. We're family owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the twin cities, metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough. So you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, You will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763 807 9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
7: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life?
1: And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle.
7: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net.
5: Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about logic trumps insanity. If you miss any of this radio show, you want to listen to the whole thing in its entirety. Go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and other archive messages. Also, if you go to iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio plays us twice a day. It's based on our connection to this, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, a Twin Cities wellness radio. So even on your Alexa device, your Amazon device, if you say, Alexa, play iHeartRadio, wellness radio, it'll say, playing iHeartRadio, wellness radio, 1,570. So you do that, you can hear us every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we replay again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are in two terrestrial markets, local markets. Of course, we're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul on AM 1570. You can live stream with them on wellnessradio1570.com. There will be. And also, we're honored to be part of the Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. And we play every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. And please, we need your help. Uh, Boy, there's a pandemic out there. People are destroying people. Bitter, hurting people, hurting people. Uh, people are ta- letting their rage and anger get the best of them. Uh, they're using the guidance of uh, uh, you know opioid addiction, and you got to tr- uh, depression and and suicide and murder. And not only today do we do we kill people, but we have to do it violently. We have to butcher people, machete them, and cut them in pieces, dismember them. Come on, people. There's a pandemic out there. The old saying is you you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a day. I'm sorry, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. But if you teach him to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. That's what this radio show is supposed to be. It's all about uh, feeding somebody for a lifetime, teaching them how they work. Why? Because we don't need to be a victim of the past. We can leave the past behind us. We've all made mistakes. We've all done things we're not proud of. We've all had some trauma or drama that we're having a hard time getting away from. And so if we don't have the up-until-now moment, if we don't learn how to reframe, if we don't understand the neurological levels of change, then what does it matter? Because you got to realize we are programmed creatures. Uh, It's called conditioning. That's why I talked about with a rat in a cage. There are two types of conditioning. There's classical conditioning and there's operant conditioning. Classical conditioning theory involves learning a new behavior via the process of association, where we connect two things together. In simple terms, two stimuli are linked together to produce a new learned response in a person or animal. John Watson proposed that the process of classical conditioning is based on Pavlov's observation. Remember Pavlov? Pavlov's dog? He realized that every time uh, that the dog saw food, they would salivate. And so, what he would do, he would then attach a person or sound to the food. And what will happen? is that salivation, that trigger, will happen even when they don't see the food. Eventually, that person who brings the food will trigger the response. Or that bell that they've heard tied together whenever the food comes brings the same thing. It's called classical conditioning. And John Watson proposed that the process of classical conditioning was able to explain all aspects of human psychology. All Everything from speech to emotional responses was sim- simple. simply, he said, patterns of stimulus and response. By the way, Watson denied completely the existence of the mind or consciousness. Watson believed that all individual differences in behavior were due to different experiences of learning. That's why, you know, take some of what he says, you know, with a grain of salt. Some of it's right, some of it's not. We have no say, basically, is what he's saying. We're just programmed drones. And if we are just programmed drones, drones and we are, then uh, thus we can't reprogram ourselves. But that's the lie. If we are programmed, and we are, it's our belief systems, it's our uh, dialogue, our inner dialogue, our external dialogue. That's what we call programming. And if we are programmed, then we can reprogram by logic. I'm approaching it. That's why today's topic is called Logic Trump, Trump's Insanity. Some of you are just emotionally out of the off-base You don't know the truth from the fiction, and you got to know there is a difference. Just because you believe something doesn't make it so, but you will act as if it's so. So the problem is you make it real by the way you act. And so I want to remind you of the two types of conditioning. There's classical conditioning, which is an unconditioned stimulus such as food paired with a neutral stimulus like a bell. This is Pavlov's experiment experience, the neutral stimulus eventually becomes the conditioned stimulus, which brings about the conditioned response. Okay. So operant conditioning, however, is the target behavior is followed by reinforcement or punishment to either strengthen or weaken it so that the learner is more likely to exhibit the desired behavior. That is so powerful. The second type of conditioning that leaders work with Is called operant condition. you got to get this. This is what a leader works with. See, a leader battles with classical conditioning. It's part of our past. When I get into our leadership training, people resent, people resist, people uh, uh, regret. Don't you get it? They're all dealing with the past. All their classical conditioning is what I'm fighting against. What, What I'm working to do is do an operant condition. I'm working to change them based on the stimulus. That's why the second type of conditioning, operant conditioning, is what a leader uses. This is what a leader uses to change behavior. This is what a leader uses to help people reprogram themselves. This is what a leader uses so that uh, we're not a victim of the past. So we can put our filing cabinets back where they're supposed to be. Whether target behavior is followed by reinforcement or punishment to either strengthen or weaken it so that the learner is more likely to exhibit the desi- desired behavior any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself and you got to remember the word positive the way i'm using it is different than the way it's usually used so in discussing operant conditioning we use several everyday words right several everyday words positive negative reinforcement punishment And we use them in a specific manner. In operant conditioning, positive and negative do not mean good and bad. Instead, positive means you are adding something and negative means you are taking something away. Reinforcement means you are increasing a behavior and punishment means you are decreasing a behavior. You got to know what are you rewarding and what are you punishing. Because people are pattern creatures. We look for meaning. My little boy Beniah, three and a half years old, he never met a button he didn't love. Why? Because he likes to see how things work. If I push this, what happens? If A, then B. You got to get this. Reinforcements can be positive or negative, and punishment can also be positive or negative. All reinforcers, positive or negative, increase the likelihood of a behavioral response. All punishers... Whether positive or negative, decrease the likelihood of a behavioral response. Now, when you combine the four terms, positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement, positive punishment, and negative punishment, it's a little bit different. So reinforcement is the most effective way to teach a person or animal a new behavior, is with positive reinforcement. In positive reinforcement, a desirable stimulus is added to increase a behavior. I got this, uh, geez, where did I get this from? uh, psychology today, I think it is. For example, if you tell your five-year-old son that if he cleans his room, he'll get a toy, and that boy quickly cleans his room because he wants a new art set or a new toy or something. So pause for a moment. Some people might say, why should I reward my child for doing what's expected? But in fact, we are constantly and consistently rewarded in our lives. Our paychecks are rewards, as are high grades and acceptance into our preferred school. But nowadays, we call it privilege. Isn't that sad? even when you do the right things, even when you do what you're supposed to. Someone can accuse you of something from 35 years ago, and it doesn't matter because it negates everything else. And yet we are driven by praise. We are driven by rewards. Being praised for doing a good job and for passing a driver's test is also a reward. Positive reinforcement as a learning tool is extremely effective. It has been found that one of the most effective ways to increase achievement in school districts with below average reading scores was to pay the children to read. Did you hear that? Yep. Specifically, second grade students in Dallas were paid $2 each time they read a book and passed a short quiz about the book. They wanted to make sure comprehension was there. The result was a significant increase in reading comprehension. This was a study by Fryer in 2010. What do you think about the program? If Skinner were alive today, B.F. Skinner, he'd probably think this was a great idea. He was a strong proponent of using operant conditioning principles to influence students' behavior at school. In fact, in addition to what we talked about yesterday, the Skinner box, he also invented what he called a teaching machine that was designed to reward small steps in learning. And I think that was in uh, 1961. And that was an early forerunner of computer-insisted learning. You got to get this. See, now in negative reinforcement, an undesirable stimulus is removed to increase the behavior. For example, car manufacturers use the principles of negative reinforcement in their seatbelt systems, which go beep, 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 beep until you fasten your seatbelt. The annoying sound stops when you exhibit the desired behavior. That's powerful, right? Negative reinforcement is also used frequently in horse training. Riders apply pressure by pulling the reins or squeezing their legs, and then remove the pressure when the horse performs the desired behavior. You got that? So punishment. Many people confuse negative reinforcement with punishment in operant conditioning, but they are two different mechanisms. Remember that reinforcement, even when it's negative, always increases the behavior. In contrast, punishment always decreases the behavior. In positive punishment, you add an undesirable stimulus to decrease, decrease a behavior. An example of positive punishment is scolding a student to get the student to stop texting in class. In this case, a stimulus, the reprimand, is added in order to decrease the behavior texting in class. In negative punishment, you remove a pleasant stimulus to decrease a behavior. For example, a driver might blast her horn when a light turns green and continue blasting the horn until the car is removed. Got it? Or moved? Get it? Punishment, by the way, goes on to say, especially when it's immediate, is one way to decrease undesirable behavior. Parents, you gotta know that. You gotta know that. Now, there's a couple other words that are really important. One's called shaping. Shaping uh, is uh, where you use in experiments. Your skinner often uses an approach called shaping. Instead of rewarding only the target behavior in shaping, we reward successive approximations of a target behavior. Remember that in order for reinforcement to work, the organism must first display the behavior. Shaping is needed because it's extremely unlikely that an organism will display anything but the simplest behaviors spawn
6: Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction. Mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at it dot com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at it dot com. In the subject line, put posse.
5: Give me forty eight hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me forty eight hours and I will give you hope. Give me forty eight hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power.
0: At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule.
4: What would you do if you knew how to invest like the pros? If you could learn the strategies designed to make the right move, whether the market's going up or down, what would you do if you knew the things Online Trading Academy could teach you? Online Trading Academy is a world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Whether you're looking to develop skills designed to generate additional income or to grow your retirement savings. OTA can provide you with valuable knowledge that can help you learn to meet your goals. The best time to take control of your financial future is now. So what are you going to do now that you know? Dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com.
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we are going deep. Today is like a continuation of yesterday's show. Yesterday's show was called Insanity, and today's show is called Logic Trumps Insanity. And what I want you to know is that we are unconscious creatures, we are programmed. And we've been talking about classical uh, uh, conditioning. We're talking about operant conditioning, what a leader uses to to uh, grow people and develop people. But you need to understand how important this is. This is why I do what we do. You know, there are four levels of learning. You got to get this. And there's the unconscious competence. There's conscious competence. There's conscious incompetence, and there's unconscious incompetence. And you gotta get this. The first level learning is unconscious incompetence, where you don't know what you don't know. That's the beginning of learning. The second level learning is conscious incompetence. Now you know there's something that you don't know. It's, now you're gonna learn something, which brings us to the third level. It's called conscious competence. Well, now you realize you can do this, and when you're deliberate about it, and you start learning. But then when you get really good at something, the highest level learning is something called unconscious competence. It's where you get on autopilot, where you don't even know what you know. You can do this without even thinking. And the majority of us are unconscious. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. You got to get this this logic. A self actualized person might experience 10 to 12% consciousness. But even as someone who works to know themselves, 90% of their life is unconscious. We are autopilot. And once you realize that, you can get out of the drive, a passenger seat and get into the driver's seat. You know, I use the example of breathing. You're all breathing without thinking about it. But you can hold your breath. You can breathe faster. You can breathe slower. Right? But if you stop thinking about it, you still breathe. That's how you work. You are made to work well on autopilot, unconscious competence. However, you can work a lot more effectively at conscious competence. And so you got to get in the driver's seat, and that's why I do what I do. And so I want to give you a couple things that you can do. If you feel like you're crazy, if you're stuck in the same pattern over and over and over and over, first of all, you need to get to likeitmatters.net. Go there. Let me help you break these patterns, create some new patterns. You need to know, we talked about Einstein talking about the, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Well, Einstein also said that you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And I never knew what that meant. What was he talking about until I met the neurological levels, logical levels. And this is some things I can teach you in class. I can only teach you so much on the radio show. It's just knowledge. But in my training, you experience that you live it at the cellular level. From the psychological point of view, and by the way, this is based on uh, Gregory Bateson's work and Dr. Robert Diltz did some, uh, use Bateson's work and really mastered it, developed it further, but they're called the logical levels, and there are six of them. There's environment at the bottom, above that's behavior, above that's capabilities, above that is BS, belief systems, values, above that is identity, and above that is spirit. And he said, this is some Dilt's own words from Change in Belief Systems with NLP. He says, from the psychological point of view, there are six levels that human beings work with most often. The basic level, that bottom level I told you about, is your environment, your external constraints. Above that is your uh, uh, behavior. You operate on that environment through your behavior. Right above that is your capabilities. See, your behavior is guided by your mental maps, you know, and your strategies, which define your capabilities. And then above that is BS, belief, systems, and values. Because these capabilities are organized by belief, systems, and values. Above that is identity. Why? Because beliefs are organized by identity. See how they feed each other? And above that is what we call spirit. And what they say here is your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit. In other words, why are you here. See, the concept of logical levels uh, of learning and change was initially formulated as a mechanism in the behavioral sciences by anthropologist Gregory Bateson. This is from uh, Dr. Diltz himself. Uh, It is based on the work of Bertrand Russell in logic and mathematics. Bateson identified four basic levels of learning and change, each level encompassing and organizing elements from the level below it. See how it builds? It's almost like accumulation and each having a greater degree of impact on the individual organism and system. See, change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. I always give you an example. You can remove an alcoholic from a bar. In other words, you take them out of their environment, and they're still an alcoholic. That's the lowest level. Right? above that's behavior. Uh, if you don't let them drink at a bar, but then they'll go home and drink NyQuil or whatever. So capabilities and BS and identity and spirit. Change takes place from the top down. That's where Einstein's thing said, his quote said, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. The term logical levels, as used in NLP, was adapted from Bateson's work and refers to the hierarchy of levels of processes within an individual or group. The function of each level is to synthesize, organize, and direct the interactions on the level below it. Changing something on an upper level would necessarily, did you hear that, will necessarily radiate downwards. It is trickle-down economics. precipitating change on the lower levels. Changing something on a lower level could, but not necessarily would, affect the upper levels. Do you see that? So let me give you an example. Uh, The notion of logical levels refers to the fact that some processes and phenomena are created by the relationships between other processes and phenomena. Any system of activity is a subsystem embedded inside of another system, like those those little boxes, those little Russian dolls, which is embedded inside of another system and so on. The kind of relationship between systems produces different levels of processes relative to the system in which one is operating. Our brain structure, language, and social systems form natural hierarchies or levels of processes. So let me give you an example. Uh, Consider the rate of change or speed of an automobile. Speed is a function of how much ground the vehicle covers in a certain amount of time, right? Miles per hour. Thus, speed is the relationship between distance and time. The car's velocity is moving from the garage to the highway can be said to be at a different level than a car, a garage, or a highway, or even a clock because it is a property of the relationship between them and does not exist without them. Similarly, the profitability of a company is a set, a different level than the machinery used by that company. An idea is at a different level than the neurons in the brain which produce the idea. Okay? I teach all this. But you also need to know about framing and reframing, right? Frames give meaning to words. It changes our internal representation, The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. A lot of these frames are unconscious. We don't know they're there. A lot of people have to go to work. They have to take care of the kids. That's a negative frame. You have to or you get to. I'm not just talking Pollyanna now. These words are different. The difference between uh, committing to do something, I will, and committing to attempt something, I'll try. Totally different. See, the frame is the way in which a thing is put together, an established order, to, short, to shape and a form. And when we reframe something, it gives us a different experience, it's kind of like framing art. If you change the matting and you change the, uh, the frame, you change what the eyes are drawn to. And one of the keys to life is to consistently represent your experiences in ways that support you in producing even greater results for yourself and others. You can do outcome reframing. You can reframe life events. And you could do simple reframing, like changing negative statements into positive statements. But what you're telling yourself over and over and over has an effect on you. It's what you believe. That's where you got to realize the power of up until now. That's where you got to realize the power of reframing, the power of the neurological levels and how to use those, how to take a look at the structure of your belief systems. This is what I do. This is why it's lasting. This is why you hear people acting differently. I had a guy, uh, Trevor, you heard him on the radio. He was part of Team 188. Uh, I met him on the bike wash. You heard about that. So last night, they had the big bike wash dinner. And I had a few people text me like, wow, you should see Trevor. He's a different man. He's different. He's a 30-year-old man who's living in trauma, drama, suicidal, depressive, attempted his life before, had nothing to look forward to because he was old conditioning. And in my training, I taught him this stuff, and his life is new you got to realize we do many different things. We do transformational leadership training. Go to likeitmatters.net. We teach you how to recalibrate your mind, resuscitate your heart, and reignite your hopes and passion. I do one-on-one life caddy work, executive coaching. If you want more of life and are tired of things holding you back, you want them to the next level, then let me work with you one-on-one. I can take your fingerprints and give you a 37-page print out of your brain. Yep. I teach you how you're made, how you work, just through your fingerprints. as a unique code that nobody else has that differentiates you from every single human being out there. And I also do keynote speeches, corporate events, training events, custom training. If you want to get your team ignited with passion on fire for the mission, then I can help you. Don't just listen to this training. Don't just listen to this radio show. Apply it. Be it. Do it. That's what you're here for. I'm here to help you live the life that you were created to live. I'm here to help you maximize the potentials you were created with. And I do it logically. I take emotional intelligence. I take the emotional side and the logical side, and I create a double helix that is so powerful that you will learn how you work. And when I get you emotionally involved with your cause, things change. Reach out to me at 817-502-1554. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and always reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does
8: He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013.
5: Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ.